It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey! Welcome back to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. It feels so good to actually like, because normally we've been doing it on Skype. We're back in person. Albeit six feet away from each other. Sure, yeah, we are. Just like our Lord Dr. Fauci says. Uh, we got the message. We heard it enough where it just was drilled into our brain that we uh, six feet is a thing. Dude, I've never coughed in my life, and I'm still staying six feet away. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Everyone's uh, freaking out. There was a gr- video that I saw today on Twitter where it was in Long Island, and it was like a whole mob of people in a grocery store screaming at one person without a mask. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you doing? People are losing it. It was a guy um, in Costco, and the guy he, he's like, he, the guy's just filming a Costco manager, and he's like, say what you say. Say, say it again. And the manager's like, like, I just asked. It's our policy to have a mask on. He's like, I'm sorry. He like, turns the camera back on himself. I thought I woke up in America. Did I wake up somewhere else? Yeah, that's how it is in Orange County right now. Like, a lot of people aren't wearing masks. They're just chilling at restaurants because they're just like, fuck it, fuck you. I think you have, a, don't you have a bunch of, like, uh, natural mask wearers in Orange County? Isn't there a high Asian pop yeah, out there? Yeah, no, I'm talking, like, more more near, you know, closer to the beach. Oh, yeah, and, like Huntington. Yeah, Huntington specifically, not Garden Grove. Bro. Not Westminster. <laughs> people are losing it. N95s do not go with SRH jerseys. But I don't even know what SR jersey the, is. Uh, like the motorcycle, like the Cottonmouth Kings crew. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Monster Energy basketball jerseys. Yeah, those guys are getting old, though. Yeah, but I mean... Fuck. They've got like four kids from three different women. And... But, I mean, Tito's still going strong, so... Yeah, Tito's in the mix. He's in the mix, dude. He's got two documentaries out. He's when, on uh, fire. He'll show up at bars, and people just pick fights with him. When, when they're drunk, who oh, can't do anything so about bad. it. And he's just like, he's, it's one of those like Nick Cage, uh, Con Air, where his hands are just a natural weapon. So he cannot fight because that drunk ass dude will just sue and be like, Tito hit me. So like, oh, yeah. I've seen him just the whole time. And it's just like, God damn it. Now we got to go. We can't hang out here. I think it was BJ just Penn. Fucking drunken bros. Got knocked out. Where it's like, that just refueled the fire. Where uh, BJ Penn, obviously, like one of the MMA greats. And he got knocked out by some guy, just like at a local watering hole in Hawaii. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like just going to like reinvigorate people to be like, it's possible. Yeah. Like when, don't fuck with me. When What's-His-Face ran the four-minute mile and everybody's like, it can be done. Yeah. And then, well, <laughs> they're, they're not liking masks in Orange County, though. They're, no. They're chilling. I feel like it's, if, if they are wearing masks, it's definitely bandana territory. Yeah, absolutely. A yeah. lot of bandanas. <laughs> yeah. And the beaches are just fucking packed. Dude, how great was that when uh, they because they tried to like close the beaches forever? Then like three or four weeks ago, people were just like fuck you. Like they tried to like lash out against like Venice, but as soon as Santa Monica started, like like no, we're gonna go to the beach, sir. They're like shit, these are constituents. We can't, yeah. we can't just start arresting everybody. Yeah, and you can't. The, it's power in numbers. It's like in Fourth of July in Long Beach, it's just full of. of Thousands of people just doing illegal fireworks, like huge, <laughs> huge mortars and stuff, you yeah. know, big shit. And the cops are just outnumbered, so they can't really do anything. Yeah, you just have to go around giving that, like, hey, we're here. Like, yeah, show your yeah. presence. Stay safe, everybody. You're going to get a flashlight every once in a while. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, you, you're going to turn into a, uh, the crowd into a zombie horde. If you, like, put one guy in handcuffs, just one dude in a fucking uh, a rock star hat, just like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, they don't have enough trucks that can even drive on the sand. You know, they just have a specific amount, but once or twice a year, just is ridiculous. <laughs> ATV territory. Last time I went to the beach, I saw a guy get an eight hundred dollar ticket for flying a drone or like a quadcopter. <laughs> yeah, they just like cruised up to the people next to us. He's like, "Is that yours?" And he's like, "No." But it's like you're gonna have to bring it back to you sooner or later. You're holding a big ass remote. Yeah, you you want, can't just you like... want it back. <laughs> so. Long Beach, I was just thinking, though, must have it so bad because they have Grand Prix, so it's like race car drunken uh-huh. assholes. And then they have g- Gay Pride, which is gay drunken assholes. And then they have fucking Fourth of July, which is drunk firework assholes. Dude, we better be open by Fourth of July. Yeah. Although it is my anniversary, so I would just want to be like, <laughs> like, oh, shit, we can't go anywhere. Hey, let's get a pizza, baby. Which, that would normally be my mindset, but now I haven't worked since March 17th, so I'm just like... <laughs> Like, uh, I would, I would literally like, uh, smother a baby to go have like sushi right now. You could have it. Although I don't, 
I don't get delivered to my house and it's not going to be cold. Yeah. Uh, but then also, like, I don't know. Maybe I should once I should wait till we like fully reopen before I get sushi because I don't know if like what the supply lines are like. Or you uh, can drive to Orange County and get sushi there if you want to make a trip out of it. Yeah, that's fair. I was actually thinking about making like a, uh, a Santa Barbara trip. Okay. I was trying to see. It was like, that's it's not LA County. Maybe they're a little more lax out there. Maybe not Santa Barbara, but maybe like Solvane. Yeah, who knows? Just Google you know, it. One of those coastal cities. Yeah, a little trip. A little trip. A little trip. Um, that's my rap name. So um, this is Hats Off, Gloves Off. Welcome back. It's your boys live. We can talk while hearing the sound effects. <laughs> Skype doesn't cut <laughs> cut me out when I'm playing something. Yeah, it, Skype was cutting you out, and I just had shitty desert cell phone service. Didn't even have Wi-Fi. So weird. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, Dirt McGirtz. Um, this is hats off, gloves off, hats off to those deserve it, gloves off to those deserve it, pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting, the good and the bad, sometimes the bad's good, sometimes the good's bad, it's the yin and yang of podcasts, and we want to thank you for joining us. I want to start off <laughs> with a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. All right, so, this is... Because I was upset. I was texting. I was like, I don't even know if we can record today. It's been like so scarce for stories, like this whole pandemic in general. But then just like I've been looking for a week and a half and I only found two stories and they were both like mediocre. And then today I went on and just got a fucking money back. So I'm stoked. <laughs> so they're coming back. Yeah, it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Um, this one is out of Poland. All right. Poland. So if, if you remember from uh, maybe like a month ago or so now, we had that Germany one where Germany was saying they're going to have to start feeding animals to other animals at the zoo. Yeah, yeah. So apparently that's not the situation in Poland. So Poland is opening back up, but on a weird level. So people were just at the zoo, right? Which face mask, whatever, but it's open, right? Limited capacity. So a guy <laughs> um, was arrested. Here, let me open the article. Well, actually, he was arrested, but temporarily so he was fined $7,300 Jeez. for jumping into an enclosure and wrestling a bear. Oh, wow. Yeah, Poland doesn't fuck around. They fought the guy. They, they, they fought Stalin. How much booze do they... I wonder if booze is really cheap at their zoos. Oh, do they even sell booze at our zoos? <laughs> I don't... I haven't really... It's weird to have beer where they also have like the crush a penny machine. Well, that's why I love I love that SeaWorld is owned by Anheuser-Busch because they're they just got to have all these whales to sell beer. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> just a bunch of whales to sell beer. They hey, Telecom, get out fun. there. We're we got yeah. some of our subsidiaries. <laughs> We're not moving enough Sam Adams this month. Yeah, move Do a backflip, whale. We just bought Golden Road. We're going to give them a big push. <laughs> you whale bitch. Go out there and push some brews. So so I love that he was fined. So this guy, they also said alcohol may have been involved. <laughs> You're like, it's a guy in Poland wrestling a bear. For sure, alcohol was involved. And this isn't like cute, like a, a, a toddler Khabib wrestling a, a baby bear cub. This is a guy wrestling an ex-circus bear. So granted, it's not a wild bear. It's full grown, though. And we've, we've all seen those bears snap. <laughs> yeah. We have all seen them snap. Boy, have we. Uh, so uh, this guy... Oh, you know, that reminded me of, you remember that viral video where it's like this, a salmon commercial and the guy fights a bear? No. He's like a guy in waders fishing and then a bear sneaks up on him, tries to grab his fish and he just starts like boxing with it. Then it becomes readily apparent it's a guy in a bear suit. No. It's like one of the first viral videos. It was good. Okay. When I was in junior, when I was in junior high, dude, I showed that to at least 12 people. Uh, so he's a 23 year old man. Believe <laughs> he might have been drunk. Um, and they filmed it. Um, so he jumps onto this. He's like walking around on an island because it's a bear enclosure. So they got like a moat. Yeah. He jumps in and he's like wandering around the island, like teasing the bear. And then the bear starts coming for him, and he jumps into the moat. Like ah, then he starts teasing the bear from the moat, teasing, taunting this bear, not realizing he can't get out. Like it's like the walls go up and in. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the water. It's like, dude, you're it's like a like a wasp trap. Exactly. Yeah. In, exactly. But they can't get out. Yeah. So then the bear like sniffs around the edge of the island for a while, and then eventually it's like, oh yeah, bears can swim. It's almost like you watch the video and the bear's like, oh yeah, we can swim. <laughs> it just dives in after this guy. 
The guy didn't miss a beat. He just got on the bear's back. He like swamped to the side. He did like a super slick maneuver. Just jumped on the bear's back and was just pulling it by its ears. Um, Jesus. And did that for like 20 minutes until the firefighters arrived and pulled him out. And then everybody's just like, this guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> the zookeepers are like, they made her anxious. She's a nice bear. Yeah, seriously. She's in a retired year. She got beat her. She got whipped her whole life as a circus bear. This is the, <laughs> so she used to belong to a circus and is accustomed to the presence of people, but she absolutely did not expect a human attack. Yeah. Sabina, an older bear who was attacked by an adult man, physically came out of this event unscathed, but she was very stressed out. Um. And then this is, I love That's it. just sickening. And then this is the zookeeper flexing. She's like, had one of the zoo's younger and less docile bears been present, it would have been a different story. <laughs> Our bear would have won, all right? <laughs> yeah, you just you just make sure you, he's not uh, here next time fucking Gustav is in there. God, get drunk enough to wrestle a bear? So, But that's the thing, is it's still COVID over there, so they, they just gave him a ticket. <laughs> yeah. You got drunk, jumped into a wrestle, uh, a bear enclosure to wrestle it, and uh, yeah, what was it, the mon- the monetary value seventy three hundred bucks. I don't know what that is in- if that's adjusted or if that's Polish dollars. They're using like the pound sign from England, so yeah, I'm not it's sure. Not the euro. It, pretty, I'd say fairly, you know, fairly high. I would that's if it's seventy three hundred, that's a lot. Yeah, that's well, a the, big mistake. He was facing fines. I up wonder to, how he. I don't know how you know financially stable he is. Jumping the, into bear enclosures and wrestling them. So they said between one and six thousand dollars is the not what is on the books for what the punishment should be. But he's getting seventy three hundred. So they fucking they threw the book at him and then some. Plus twenty hours of community service per month. Um, oh, and this is also great. He he's also uh, been court mandated to promise to give up alcohol. <laughs> I like that they just say promise. Like, do you promise? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have okay. like if you have cool friends like I do, but you, somebody who's gonna get drunk enough to wrestle a bear isn't just gonna be like, all right, I'm in detox now. Yeah, that kind that guy's definitely gonna get the DTS. He's going for it. A spokesman for the zoo says he was lucky. Only also okay, so that's funny. <laughs> uh. The spokesman's like, he's lucky there's only one bear in there, and it was an old one. But, yeah. But what if that was this guy's plan the whole time? What, like he knew it was an old bear? Yeah, he's like, there's 10 bears in there. He's like, yo, if I go in there and just fuck with the old bear, that's lifetime credit and without any real, like... Yeah, it'll make me look real hard. Uh, I wrestled a bear. Yeah, I'm that guy. I don't know. I wonder how much, re- how much research he did. It probably. He, I, I'm doubting he's Danny Ocean, but... And where are his friends egging him on somewhere, right? Um, they had to have been. Someone had to have dared him to do this. At the very think? least, he was like, he like started like climbing the gate as a joke, and they're like, "You won't." Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, yeah. There's got to be friends somewhere that uh that aren't in the story that like double dared him to do it. Um, just fed him vodka. Sh- that's about it. That's the whole story. So All right. well, hats, hats off, hats to, off to that gentleman. I also have a hats off. For, oh, and there's uh, video of this. Sorry for the fans. Oh yeah, there's there's video of this. So if you want to go check it out, please do. Just Google. I mean, keywords. Polish guy wrestles bear drunk. I will be watching it later tonight. I am. Oh, oh, sorry. I left that out too. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so he was punished for wrestling the bear, but what doubled everything was he wasn't wearing a face mask. Ooh. So they were like an odd twist yeah it's like i mean the guy wrestled a bit just throw that book at him we're fine you know what i mean I can't believe you a double i mean all right where it's like when somebody gets assaulted but then you find out it's a hate crime it's like no it's like it's already a crime just like he murdered somebody yeah. it's like he hit a woman it's like don't hit people <laughs> just yeah. don't hit anybody but he's it's in, like he's good he's in big big trouble already <laughs> this guy's wrestled the bear i don't think a fucking a ticket for a face mask is gonna affect him yeah polish don't have jokes about being rocket scientists um, sorry, your turn. Let's go. I, yeah, I, I got a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Well, we um, had to do a quarantine episode about it. They got cast some casting out for Tiger King the movie. Oh yes, Nick Cage is going to be playing Joe Exotic. Wild Joe. Man, so I, I was I was wondering. Could they have to do like a loosely based on right? Because it went so in depth the documentary 
that I don't know how. What angle they're going to take. Yeah, exactly. If it's going to be like, because what it would have been great is if had it been like a pod, because it was, like if it was a podcast and they just did like a mockumentary, I guess, like a, you know, like a Christopher Guest, like best in show type okay. thing. But it's like the documentary's already done. So if it's going to be like a narrative, like. Will there be a camera crew? I think it's based, the two people I've heard are Tara Reid and Nicolas Cage. I yeah. think it's going to be. The Tara Reid, the abs- one that Joe Biden raped? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be absolute garbage. That they're going to try to get out as soon as possible while Tiger King is still relevant, you know? Because they've kind of milked that. I guess it could be like the disaster and artist. Cage seems to churn out a full feature film in a week. So he's the guy you want for a quick job. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this is... I mean, when you assign Nicolas Cage, it's like, we need this to be streaming in two months. Yeah, you look at his IMDb, and he he's knocking out like seven movies a year. And which sucks is because you have to like wade through them. Yeah, because you have to no watch way. like six bad ones, and you're like, "Hey, this one slipped under the radar. That was pretty good." Yeah, there's one where he's a a, a cop in Alaska, and he uh, he has evidence that John Cusack is a serial killer, but he can't like pin him down. So it's like this whole cat and mouse game. That was pretty good. Yeah, but there there's yeah people will be like uh, check check this one out, but and then yeah you will waste your fucking time. Uh, go to Hulu, check out. It's called Murder for Hire. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't. That's probably one of them. I don't even know. Yeah, there's a, there's a shitload, and Tiger King will. I don't know why he's not making these straight to Netflix anyway, but uh, well, it's probably mostly for distribution. Like a lot of these are like uh, they just see them as like profit points, where it's like you dump fifteen million dollars into it, ten million of that is his salary, just so they can like distribute in China, and that's where they make all their money back and then some. So yeah. like wherever it streams domestically, they could give a fuck. It's about just like oh he. People know his face in Korea, so they can sell the shit out of it. It'll have like it'll have a wide wide theater release. People are in a theater in Wuhan right now watching fucking Tiger Joe. Well, they don't go to yeah. They're he's not doing many theater films right now. (laughs) There's like one in an art house maybe, but he's he's acting voraciously. Like I can't wait to see him like just in a year, just mething up his two husbands because you know he's gonna want to like commit to that sex scene with his two crazy husbands. Maybe. A lot of he's gonna have his shirt off for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be like loosely based, don't you think? Yeah, to an extent, the doc the documentary was loosely based. It was kind of <laughs> all just like batshit, horrible insane. trash that, uh, uh, that captured the nation. Yeah, but, where it's like the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Yet it wouldn't work as a movie. You know what I mean? It's all the like that's what blew me away about Tiger King is like, oh, these are real people. Like this is this guy's existence. They all just like live in these fucked up trailer. Like they they mentioned in, in like episodes. When you're watching the thing, you're you have to keep reminding yourself. You're like, oh yeah, they told us six episodes ago that nobody has like running water. <laughs> just like keep those things on the forefront of your mind while the rest of this crazy shit is while the lesbian with one arm's talking about. How great of a guy Joe is. Well, and also, it's snowing, you know, five months out of the year. They're in, like... Tornado Alley. Yeah, Tornado. <laughs> there's, like, a lot of bad... Yeah, those trailers are going to get flipped upside down. Uh, What? Tigernado? But th- there would be, they would show shots, and the tigers are walking around, and it's snowing. It's like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's everybody who's attached. There's Tara Reid and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's going to Tara... be the hottest movie in 1997. Yeah. So we'll see. I watch, but, I, but I'm glad it's. I'm glad Nick Cage is playing Joe Exotic. Who's Tara Reid? Is she gonna be Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin? Yeah, that could work. Yeah, she's kind of crazy. She, but she's got, she's got that like hot girl raspy voice. Yeah, but it makes me think it's gonna be like Sharknado or something. You know, where it's just like they're yeah. just making stupid trash. But at least Netflix put some money behind things. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Expect yeah. We'll for see. it to be out in three weeks. It's a Netflix original, right? So they have the rights to the. Yeah, I'd assume. Yeah. Who knows? All right, cool. Um, should I go gloves on? This is <laughs> so Chuck E. Cheese is in trouble. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, <laughs> people are uh, going crazy against Chuck E. Cheese right now because everybody's ordering online. Right now, you know, Grubhubbing. They're not trying not to go out, trying to be responsible. Yeah. Flatten the curve, as we were told six months ago would take two weeks. Uh, hyperbolically, of course. But um, 
a bunch of people are ordering from this place called Pasquale's Pizza and finding it eerily similar to Chuck E. Cheese's shitty pizza. <laughs> so the guy got on his Grubhub app in Philly and uh, and uh, apparently they have the same address. So he's like, wait a second. And so he, he texted his Uber driver <laughs> when he's like, hey, I'm hey, this Grubhub, your food's here. So he texted the guy back. He's like, hey, man, where'd you pick this food up from? And he's like, I don't know, the pizza place. Where'd you order it from? Like, he's thinking there's something wrong with the order, but he's like, I don't know. And he's like, no, like, did you get it from a Chuck E. Cheese? And he's like, ah, like, it was a different door, but I think there was a Chuck E. Cheese connected. <laughs> so, so Chuck E. Cheese is operating fake pizza places. And it turns out this is a national issue called Pasquale's Pizza. So this, this gentleman in Philadelphia Googled, uh, was doing some Googling. <laughs> And he found out the chef from Chuck E. Cheese's Charles Entertainment Cheese, his band. His name is Pasquale? His name is like Paul. Yeah, Pasquale P. Pie Plate. Okay. That's the chef. So they named. Really dumb name. Yeah, so is Charles Entertainment Cheese. (laughs) It's better. (laughs) Well, by the way, can we get the names of. Here, I'll look it up. The names of his whole band. Uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese is much better than. I mean, Pasquale sounds kind of cool, but the rest of it's. So they just they realize no one wants to order shitty Chuck Chuck E. Cheese Cheese pizza. So they just rebranded it, named it after the fucking the drummer. Those (laughs) sneaky motherfuckers. Uh, So Helen Henny is the chicken who's on the Vokes. Uh, Chucky's on guitar. Of course, Chucky's on. Jasper T. Jowls is on the keyboard. Who's on the bass? Mr. Munch. And then Pasquale P. Pie Pan, whatever. Pan Pie. Pie Pie Pot. Pie Pie Pot, the Cambodian dictator. So, um, and then in uh, their official statement, Chuck E. Cheese didn't deny anything. They're like, well, it's, well, it's yeah, we, it's a different pizza. It's not what we serve in the arcade, which is just such a funny sentence to say. Like, it's not what we serve in the arcade. Yeah, we do, a, we do like a Brooklyn thin crust kind of thing. <laughs> well, that's what they said. It's a thicker crust and more sauce. That's all they said. So they're not like, it's a different sauce. It's a different dough. It's like higher quality ingredients. for like, a little bit more. It's not like, oh, this is, no, like, but when people order for delivery, we do this and that. It's just, it's like. Essentially, they're just admitting, hey, we tried to trick people. <laughs> yeah. And, and it worked for a little while, hopefully. We're still using that same garbage rubber cheese. Yeah, because who's going to support a Chuck E. Cheese? You could support your like your local restaurant, but this disgusting arcade with a filthy fucking weird ball pit and shitty food <laughs> while parents sit there and drink beer and the robots put on a show. I remember there was like... Cause, it's strange. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's ominous, almost. Because you're like, oh, this place is great. And then also, like, between when I would want to go as a child and then, like, when I would go as an adult for, like, children's parties in my family. Yeah. Children I know. So, okay, hey. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, it is kind of cool where you're like, oh, we can get a pitcher of beer for, like, $6. Yeah. And get fucking, like, play some of the games. Watch these assholes kids lose their minds over candy and pass. Games. Yeah, you, like, you can just, like, walk around a little drunk and just like teach kids the tricks you're like hey if you like hold the tickets when you're putting them into the feeder it'll it'll just keep racking them up but you don't let it go in just teach teach them little cheats here like little skee ball lesson what have you yeah but between that like time frame the 2008 recession hit so like just already you walk in and it's like half shut down like some of the like they're like this has been out of order for since the kennedy administration i haven't been since like 2004 (laughs) god bless you yeah it's been a while i would go like in high school because my friend worked there so she would just give us free tokens and we would ditch class and shoot hoops so uh chuck e cheese denies any deception on their part which is a weird way to start your statement (laughs) first Uh, line yeah in a statement to food and wine which is not the magazine i would expect it to be in they're like what do you mean we're an italian restaurant we go in food and wine magazine this is our venue it's like just just tweet it, dude. Just tweet it, Chucky. So, uh, sorry, Chuck. Charles. Either way, I don't know how close you are with the mouse, but. Uh, the company said that while Pasquale's shares kitchen space with Chuck E. Cheese, it is a distinct offshoot of our brand. <laughs> it's like so. It's like you're admitting it's made in the same kitchen with the same ingredients. Yeah, or is it like, is it like, oh, no, it's we do stuffed crust pizza now, like Pizza Hut, something like that. 
They claim the product is sold under the Pasquale's label as a different pizza that features thicker crust and extra sauce compared to what's served in the arcades. Oh, <laughs> uh, such a ridiculous. We got desperate. We we played a little, uh, you know, played a little trick on you guys. Yeah, I mean, the last place you want to go <laughs> in a goddamn pandemic is a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah, I'd go to a McDonald's. I'd go to anything before Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, like, what would be below eating Chuck E. Cheese on your own, not for a kid's party, takeout only? Yeah, and this is in the statement, which is like, hey, you guys did, you guys did try to de- deceive people. Uh, the restaurant part of the chain is less beloved, but it's the only component of the business that's still allowed to operate under some capacity. <laughs> to keep revenue flowing while the doors are closed, Chuck E. Cheese has transitioned to delivery. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you were trying to fuck people over. You got caught. And you know what? This started as a gloves off, but I think it might be a hats off for Chuck E. Cheese corporate just going like, just, just going for it. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. And I, w- I, w- I wonder how long it Sorry, lasted. Pasquale's corporate. I wonder, was it a week? You know, two days? How many people? How long? Were like, how oh, much let me try this. Did they make before they got caught? Because it says they were operating through Uber Eats, Seamless, and Grubhub. So people were just going on there and be like, oh, there's this pizza place, two point sure. six miles, and they, it seems to be fairly cheap because they're making it out of old shoes. <laughs> uh, so a restaurant did that too. It was like a bar that didn't really have much of a kitchen, and they were just buying Costco pizza and delivering it. <laughs> yeah, and they deliver it themselves. Um. Which ain't bad. We had a uh, in Tehachapi growing up. I think it's still there. Uh, we had Johnny's Take and Bake. I I had a, I know the equivalent where I lived. Yeah, yeah. It's just a take and bake place where you just put it in the key on and like uh, you keep it on the cardboard and just bake it. But like they make the pizza for you, but it's not frozen. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice middle ground, and it's always loaded with toppings. So um, that's about it. That's it for Chuck. All right, Chuck and the band. It's a wrap. I got a, I got another hats off. Ooh. Hats off to you, sir. And it's kind of really an update. An update? It's an update. <laughs> this Justine. Breaking news with Spencer Calendar. Oh, it's good to be back with that sound effects board. It's real good. Well, uh, I got an update from something you had. Our friend in Herpes? Por- no, nah, not, not on the podcast. I cured dude. it. Yeah. Tell everybody I don't have it anymore. Okay, I, I won't. I mean, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to tell the people of Chuck E. Cheese for sure. Pasquale's. Pasquale's. Chuck E. Cheese is not open right Yeah, you now. can't. We're delivery only. You can't even do... Pay- what if they sold a takeout? <laughs> but our friend, this is still food. This is still COVID. Uh... Our friend in Portland who started Boober Eats, yeah, who owned the strip club, he has evolved his he has evolved his uh his business. He d- now uh, has stripper drive through. Oh, the drive through strip club. So he got a cease and desist. I've heard pray tell of stories. Yeah, he does. Um, he got a cease and desist from from Uber Uber Eats because of the Boober Eats, and that's still part of his business. But he just has this thing where you pay thirty bucks, you get anything on the menu for food, and then. While you're waiting for your food, a stripper outside, you stay in your truck, just strips one or two songs, depending. I don't know what you want to pay the lady. She wears a mask. Outside? Outside, yeah. It's, it's not kinda, even it's, like... It's kind of like, based on the pictures, it kind of looked like like how they tar- a bigger version of how they tarp off like mazes at Not Scary Farm. You know, yeah, I was thinking like out, outdoor of, church or like... A, put, a, put, a, put up a bunch of temporary fencing with... Some easy ups? Yeah, and... So the girl strips one or two songs. There's a tip bucket you can tip her. Mm-hmm. You get some munchies, but it, he's doing gangbusters. <laughs> he's killing. <laughs> yeah, that lines just around the block all night. Well, because I mean, I'm fortunate. We all are enough to have partners in our life during this trying time. Yeah, it gets lonely. I would kill myself if I was single <laughs> during this. Like, if I still like lived alone. Forget like if I lived at Marty's still. With like comics still trying to crash in my living room. Oh god, I would that, murder. I would murder somebody. That's a blessing that uh, that that, that place you, closed down. Yeah, and that if you think of it that way, that that place was condemned. People just randomly hopping the fence and sneaking in. Oh, that um, would have been a nightmare. People are just on the floor. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> hey, I get it. It's a real chill place, but we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. 
But I would just be like sitting in any living situation I've had since I was like 17. I'd I'd be just sitting in my bedroom. Yeah. This is a, like thankfully this pandemic happened after I got my first like my own Your apartment. Own, no roommates. No. I'm sitting like I'm sleeping on the couch most of the time. Like this is fucking. This is actually not bad. Yeah. I got a PlayStation. I got Hulu. I got Netflix. My girlfriend's got Netflix, but we share. I get you should. She, yeah. She's nice. That's that's one of the perks. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like having like if I was I have three rooms. I've got a bedroom, a kitchen, <laughs> and then the living room. And I say kitchen because I do spend hours at a time in there. Because I'm like, it's yours. Why not make pasta from scratch? What the fuck else do I have to yeah, do? Yeah, because it's always a deterrent when you have roommates. Because there's a usually a dish situation. I'm, if it's, I do anything, I gotta do the dishes. You can't just do it in your underwear or naked or whatever. Can't blast music because they're watching something right around the corner. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, roommates kind of suck. Roommates do suck, but hopefully this pandemic—that's the one thing they might help with—is they're lowering rent. Yeah, everyone's. At least for a year, going to be living large. Yeah, at least my rent's going to stagnate. That's that's the best I can hope for. Yeah. And they send out a cool... When this whole thing started, they're like, hey, we're not going to evict anybody. Like, we know what the laws are, but we're, we're going to be chill. We'll work with you guys. Unless it becomes crazy. Hey, I forget lady. how they phrased it, but they were like, don't be dicks about it, but, you know, pay, yeah. pay your rent if you can. But don't be crazy. But... um, Yeah, and you can bank it. Yeah. Why not? That's basically what my landlord said was... You can bank it, super chill. But I'm just, I'm just glad this guy's evolved his concept because he got, he got a lot of press for Boober Eats, and what a stupid name. And so he's doing delivery or pickup. It's, and ha- it, it's and hard to go pickup, viral. You see titties because if the, the strippers who are delivering, they're not going to be showing titties. No, they're going to be in a neighborhood, an apartment complex. Yeah, but also that'll get them shut down. They're also strippers though, so you like, you know, you're delivering eight wings for forty five dollars, and you're like. Here's another 20. Just show me your tits, lady. She's, I don't think she's going to be like, my, I never in my yeah. wildest dreams. Just step inside for a second. Yeah, it's not Downton Abbey. You throw another 20, she'll show you her fucking nipples. Yeah, but that'd be, I'd be sketched out if I was a stripper <laughs> delivery driver and they're like, just come in and strip real quick. No, the um, I feel like I would, well, oh, the security guards go with Yeah, him. the security guards were the drivers. That. Yeah. Because that was his whole thing. He's like, I need a reason to keep everybody on staff, which is a super chill move for him. Yeah. And then totally not cool of Uber to cease and desist. Like, yeah, you have the whole country. Let them just have this one part of Portland. Yeah. What does he think? It's like he's going to franchise and like encroach on your business. Yeah. There's the the drive through strip club would not work in the long run. He knows that it's a temporary (laughs) venture until his real strip club can open. Yeah, exactly. Like even I've worked for three places that have studio services in the name. It's, It's all they all have like ink or incorporated or like a you know, industries or whatever, a United. It's all just, but they don't care. They're like down the street from each other and they're in the same industry and they don't care. Meanwhile, if a national rideshare service is like, it rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes. <laughs> and they're not even taking your business because they're See, not. I told you this guy wasn't cool. Yeah. This one restaurant in the entire city of Portland. Uber Eats has the has the rest of Oregon, the rest of the country. That could also open a floodgate because I feel like there's a lot of pun food places in portland yeah i'm sure i'm sure there's gotta be i mean the amount of pun like dog shops and cat shops around here i think there's like three businesses that have started since portlandia like there were businesses on portlandia and somebody actually started them yeah and it works yeah because it's it's like gimmicky but it's it it is they do sell books so yeah i've Um, got a i got another portland one for my uh for my next keep it rolling dude keep it rolling with portland yeah what do you got gloves off portland I do like Oregon. <laughs> Those people dislike Oregon. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Oregon's great. And I, I found out, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I just got so uh, so much uh, Portland news sent my way, but it turns out in Portland, it's completely legal to piss and shit on the street and sidewalk. Oh, I could have told you that. Because apparently a, it's also in uh, downtown Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco. Well, that, yeah, that was my next point where... I don't think it's technically legal in L.A. Uh, there's going to be a look the other way, kind of kind of much like the fireworks in Long Beach we spoke up earlier. I grew up playing sports, and I've seen more dicks from homeless people than my comrades growing up. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> Just in the middle of the street one day. Don't even blink. Which I don't mind when it's like, okay, 
like I've even been like drunk walking home from the comedy store and you're like, I'm just going to, you know, dip behind this Ivy real quick, lay off a piss. And then, but like dudes will just like, they're pissing into the street. They're standing on the curb, like, or like just taking a dump, like next to a Mexican restaurant. It's like, show some discretion, like go up behind the place where Finn sleeps. Come on, move up. (laughs) At least have a circle of friends who aren't homeless. You can use every once in a while for things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Be like me. He kind of is the model homeless person in that sense. He should be a go around giving talks. Friends, you know, you can watch games and do stuff and have places to hang and sleep. Yeah, why not? Stuff uh, uh, trash in their couch, uh, <laughs> throw macaroni and cheese at people because they owed you seven dollars from nine years ago. <laughs> yep, yep. On my fucking new couch, piece of shit. Oh. Um. Yeah, that flipped it, but uh. That's it? People are allowed to piss and shit? That, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I guess it's just, people are now realizing that it's just, it's legal, and anyone can do it, But and it is no different than L.A. or Hollywood or downtown L.A., but yeah, it's just such a weird thing. Like, someone was like, okay, we're going to change the law. You can shit, you can piss in Portland. Well, I think all three of those places also have needle trees. Needle trees? Yeah, so like... It just like it's not like coordinated, but where people happen to congregate, people will stab their syringes into a tree, so you know it's used. Don't use, you know yeah. what I mean? Because if you just toss it on the ground, and people are more likely to use it and stuff. But I guess in like the fucking crusty culture, they're like, no, that's put it in the tree, man. That one's done. The crusty culture has evolved. <laughs> we put it in the tree now. Well, you don't want to throw it on the ground because then their their pit bull wearing a leather jacket might step on it. Yeah, Portland is weird. I would just because it's like known for being like the hipster tourist, you know, yeah, mecca. But then it also has the most strip clubs of any city, and it mm-hmm. has the most heroin addicts of any city, I believe. No, or, all those you know, things. It's up. There. It all checks out. Yeah, so it's it's a weird combo. Those things go together. So there's some edginess to it for sure. No, yeah, but that's where it starts. It's not. It's not like hipster as it is like people that are just bad people and want to justify it. You know what I mean? Sort Does that of, make sense? Sort of, yeah. Well, no, where they're like, oh, I'm just rock and roll, man. It's like, no, you drive drunk, you do heroin, you probably hit your girlfriend. Like, it's not, this isn't the culture. Just all the bad people have just, flown, have ended up there for the same reason D.B. Cooper was up there is because fucking crimes. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. They start, there are a lot of those people, the guys who are way too old to be living with roommates in Flagstaff, and they'd be like, oh, I'm moving to Portland. It's like, yeah, because right, yeah. it's accepted up yeah, there. It'll, it's like, it's, it's like, like almost accepted where in Flagstaff, but it's like, that's the evolution. You got to jump. Yeah. It's a flop house. Yeah. You're a bum. <laughs> you, oh, no, you just <laughs> figured out how to pay $150 in rent. You're going to die from huffing paint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys want to come out here? There's some birds boning. You're 48 years old, and you live in a sectioned off part of, oh, man. Uh, but shouldn't talk shit. I think he is. He clearly no. There's pro- there's great people up there, and some people are just genuinely like artists, or like not everybody who does heroin's a shitty person. Yeah, and it's just, it's just a weird combo. But I think people use it things. as an escape or like an excuse to be like, "What are you talking? About? It's the it's the culture up here, man. It's the lifestyle. It's like no, you just don't tip. What do you? I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. Because it is a cool place to go. Because it is very artsy and like it is. Uh, it's not as metropolitan as you might think, but it does have that feel of like Vancouver or like New Orleans. Kind of like an international city, small town vibes. But um, you do just like, I mean, I'm probably used to it now. I should go back now that I'm used to the L.A. homeless situation. But you just, I, I went there and I was like, if one more person asked me for a fucking dollar, it's like. Well, those ones are the worst because they're your age. Yeah. And they have like, yeah, they'd have just so much, so many tattoos and gauged ears. And it's like, dude, you're spending money on something. I know. Listen, I have a Levi jacket. You cut the sleeves off of yours and put metal studs and use the Sharpie to write Metallica on the back. None of those are my problem. Yeah, dude. Those are the cities. It would even be in the paper. It's like, oh, they would have estimates on how many are coming this year during the summer <laughs> and on the trains in Flagstaff. And it's like, oh, man. A bunch of dogs with their legs cut off because of the train. <laughs> That's another thing where it's like, if you don't have, I'm not going to give you money if you don't have the foresight to not have a dog. Yeah. You can't house yourself. Growing up, my dog had a house. <laughs> you, did, you, you don't even have a home. I always just skipped Oregon for whatever reason and would hang out in Washington or 
don't know, no, don't sleep I, on I Oregon. Went to Vancouver once because that that part of that is people try to paint that as all of Oregon, but really Oregon is like Pennsylvania or like rural oh, Indiana. Yeah. It's it's rural as fuck, and that's where I li- I lived in a logging town, <laughs> Coos Bay, North Bend, where the entire economy revolved around people park paying to park at the national park. <laughs> it's like because they had cool cliffs, but um. Yeah, it's where Twilight was filmed, like those sheer cliffs with all the little bays and stuff. Yeah. And they had like sand dunes. It's it was a cool part, but then, then you just run into like... some real rednecks. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of country there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess well, I mean Washington too. Yeah, Washington's a lot. Yeah. People just assume it's like, well, Microsoft and Amazon are in Seattle. You're yeah, like, once you get out of there, you're yeah, like, Yeah, so is okay. Kurt Cobain's trailer that he grew up in. <laughs> yeah, let's take a drive. But uh yeah, I guess I got to go to Oregon, but I mean I just want let's go shit on the sidewalk. Let's go, dude. Yeah, why not? Just uh We can. Just in front of a police officer. What are you gonna do? It's like, well, being drunk in public is still a crime, sir. Um let's see what I have. Dun, dun, dun. Um, all right, I'm gonna do gloves off. Um, so gloves off to the band disturbed. Oh, why you hate on Disturbed? Love Disturbed in a non-ironic way. I actually don't. I only know like whatever radio hits no, are. Uh, yeah, Down with the Sickness. I think that's all. I'm sure if I looked up, let's see what their other songs are. But they do a Simon and Garfunkel. No, no, we it, do they? Yeah, I, I googled. No, the, Behind Blue Eyes is the Who. I just misspoke. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, that's Fred he, Durst. He does a. He definitely does a Simon and Garfunkel song. What's up? Uh, I think it's I think it's sounds of silence songs. I think it's sound of silence. Hello, darkness, mild it's, friend. I'm almost certain that's it. Well, I heard it like twice. I guess I would just stick with the original. Like I don't think he didn't really bring anything extra to it in my opinion. Yeah, sound of silence. Not for me. Oh, this sounds familiar. What's the uh what's inside the fire? There's no Make sound of silence. It's a goddamn ad. No, they do the sound of silence. That's their number one song when I Googled songs. But I want to see like if I've heard any of their other music. Uh, how, come on, how much can we play? Like, I remember. Two seconds? I remember in high school, I had a, like my friend's older brother had the Disturbed concert DVD, and we were like, he was making us watch it drunk. And That's who Disturbed is for. It's for older brothers. Yeah, it was. So I wasn't into that shit at all. Yeah, my dad or my my older brother would definitely listen to that, like playing Warcraft in high school. Yeah, he would like come home from the, you know, being in the military and just get fucked up and blast it. Yeah, but this shit is great. Like for the gym or like on a run. Like I don't, I, it's like, um, I genuinely like Creed. I only know four of their songs, but I enjoy them. <laughs> All it's, right. It's, it's soothing. Yeah, I never, I've never gone to Creed as a music choice. That's uh, someone who's never been on like a, pl- a playlist or anything. <laughs> nothing? Like, not once, no. Um, a lot of it is like my. It's the same reason I like. like yeah, I mean, I know like arms wide open from the yeah, radio. Yeah, exactly stuff for sure. Yeah, can you take me? But, yeah, high? I never actually. Yeah, which is like I. I don't think I've got that on any playlists, but like they've got some heavier shit where I'm like, oh, that's cool, and it's more nostalgic. If it wasn't my older sister's music, you know, Creed, Sum Forty One, Jewel, like I'd never listen to that stuff. But then you're like, Jewel's got some bangers, dude. Yeah, I listen to a little Sum Forty One. But Fat Lip, and what's the other one? Uh, the uh, Stuck uh, in the Middle. No. Oh, there's it's, Fat Lip, and uh, what is the... Uh, <laughs> there. It's like Stuck some, in the Middle song. Some for the American Pie what? soundtrack. That, that was their next song. Into, American Pie's into, got a great soundtrack. In Too Deep was the next Cause song. Because I'm in too yeah. deep, and I'm trying to keep... Oh, still waiting. So am I still waiting for this world to stop hating. <laughs> it's just like, bro, you're 36. Yeah, I don't, I, I've never even heard that one. I haven't, I haven't heard anything really pa- for anything past the Fat Lip album. That's for a damn sure. Nobody has. Yeah. But they're still or on no, tour this summer. Or know any of their songs besides their hits. So, oh shit, let's get back to Disturbed. <laughs> so they're, um, they posted on their website... And they sent out uh, memos to everybody who bought tickets to their uh, the Down with the Sickness 20th anniversary. Oh, hell yeah. Is this summer? Cool. So they posted, um, they're having having to postpone it. And that's why it's a gloves off. Because they have to postpone it? They're disturbed. That's the album cover. And they're postponing it because of COVID-19. If anything, you should celebrate COVID-19. 
Because you're so disturbed? It's called, I, I, because when they wrote this song, they were like all angsty and like even their fans were like, like, I swear one day I'm going to own a truck. Like that was their biggest aspiration. But then, you know, life's just gone on and they've, you know, developed a family and survived. So now they're like the people who are like getting down with the sickness. Um, let's read the lyric. Come on, get up, go on, get down with sickness seven times. Um, Drowning deep in my sea of loathing, broken your servant I kneel. It seems what's left on my human side is slowly changing in me. Looking at my own reflection when suddenly it changes, violently it changes. Oh no. It is disturbing, man. There is no turning back now. You've woken up the demon in me. Yeah, those guys are legit. They're disturbed. I can see inside you. Your sickness is rising. Don't try to deny what you feel. Yeah, it's a dry cough. That's what you feel. Come out to the concert, man. You can't write a song like that. And it's called the Sickness Anniversary Tour. And I, this almost wasn't even going to be worthy of a topic, but I read the 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 uh, the letter they sent out to fans and people who have already purchased. Uh, <laughs> Hello, disturbed ones. <laughs> it just starts out like an HR email, like all you disturbers. Like the lady who handles my paycheck is like just trying to clear up an error. She just like emails me, "Hey, how's it going? Hope you're having a good weekend. I just wanted to ask." Hello, disturbed ones. We hope you and your families are doing well in this crazy time. <laughs> it's like, like, bro, it's the down with the sickness. The band is called Disturbed. They're they're old now, you know. That's what I'm saying. You're all 46. I think they're old and they're scared. They're disturbed for a different reason. And they're does re- he still have the that double chin wagging chin piercing? Do you know? I think so. He's gotta because you can't abandon that. That's like Marilyn can't. Manson cutting his tits off. Oh wait. Uh. <laughs> No, um, because he was rocking that thing hard, and I did. I guess "Down with the Sickness" was their biggest hit. Oh, oh than, hands down. Other than a cover, yeah. And there's still a band. I wonder what size venues they were supposed to be playing. We can look that up. I mean, couldn't they have just put like a put uh, some shields in front of the audience and uh, let's see, let's go to in the band. Go to videos. Las Vegas, that could be any size. Yeah, it just seems like uh, Chicago. I guess it's, it's just a got big the deal. cities. You it's know, just what? their biggest hit and biggest album were both called "Down with the Sickness." I've never heard any other song. Their uh, well, the album was just called "The Sickness." Okay, which, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, you can tell they they're not selling out big venues anymore because it's all just says what city they're in and not the venue. Because if you Google other bands, it'd be like "Live at the Troubadour." Yeah, like, oh yeah, y- you know, "The Will Turn," and this one just says "Chicago," and you're like, ah. How big is that room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. They're doing like a ship rocked, like the cruises, where it's like, it's like Corn and seven other bands. You, I mean, you know them. And it's like, I don't know if I know their song. It's like, no, nah, but if I played you like a couple of their hits, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that yeah, one. They, they've opened for Corn for a long time. So <laughs> we're pretty, they're, we're, they're friends of ours. We're bringing them. Yeah, they opened for Corn for 19 years. But, uh, so you just think they should be balls here and just do the concerts? Just do it, man. But I also, I, I don't At know. quarter capacity? Sure. I mean, like we said, how big are these venues they're playing anyway? I don't know. More I mean, than, I got, I have to, I'm going to have to do research. But more <laughs> than quarter capacity. We've waited as long as we possibly could to finalize the plans for our 20th anniversary of the Sickness Summer Tour. We'd hoped there'd been more some clear direction and guidelines how mass gatherings would be conducted. Unfortunately, that clarity has not come in an abundance of caution. Blah, 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 blah. We're rescheduling. We're going to refund. Yeah, it's all just very tame. And uh, I don't know. They're not deranged I was anymore. Just, maybe yeah, they got, I was just maybe, laughing. I was like, yeah, but they... St- but They got on the right medications, man. They're not disturbed Did you anymore. come with when we saw Real Big Fish? Yeah. Yeah, when, and an anti-flag? Yeah, Real Big Fish and anti-flag. Yeah. Where it's like... Uh, it's just so weird watching a guy with like a, like a faux hawk. Being like, fuck the establishment, let's go. Ding, 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 that was ding, weird ding, that he ding, had ding. a faux hawk. That, yeah, that was awful. Yeah, but like these guys, was, it's like you're the same guy. It's like, bro, you got a mortgage. It slowly changes real in big, me. And you're real like, Big Fish probably took the smarter route because they just were wearing like dad Hawaiian shirts anyway. No, the so lead could, singer was. We had could, like Doc Martens on. They, they could age into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where anti-flag, it's like, I got to be punk still. Well, still yeah, Real Big Fish a- was funny because they're still throwing out like beach balls and like glitter bombs and stuff. But like the lead singer was still doing it all out because he's the front man. But the other guy's like, like I'm, I live in Los Feliz, 
Like yeah. I just had, I had to leave the house like two hours ago for sound check. So like this is what I wear. I'm the bass player. No one cares anyway. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like wearing like a vest. It's been rotated in and out. <laughs> yeah, he's the fourth they have bass kids. player. Yeah. Yeah, it's ska anyway. The sax is all that matters. The sax and the singer. Yeah, they're still hanging in there. The, and the seven trumpet players. I wonder how much they get for like just listen the song Beer. I think I'll have myself a beer. Nobody, I've, I've like I've never been a ska guy, but I know yeah. I was like, oh holy shit, I know this whole album. That actually turned out to be great. It like was like the anniversary show. Once again, okay. I think it was like the twentieth anniversary of that CD. Yeah, it definitely was because. I've I've never been a Scott guy either, but I like Real Big Fish. For whatever, yeah, reason. they're great. Our boy Jared loves Real Big Fish. What was it up? They kind of Tallyhoo or Dallyhoo. Well, there's another like one. Bad ones like Save Ferris and stuff. That it's like I'm, I never listened to them before. You know what? They had one radio hit. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I'm I'm fine with it. But then I was like, holy shit! I know more of their songs than I thought. But disturbed? No, you do not know more songs than you thought. Huh? Yeah, you don't. That's the thing. You don't. You're not down with the sickness disturbed. You're lying to us. We don't like it. You're in fact, you're organizing against the sickness with mass email. Yeah. It's just against brand. I this think is- that's my problem. The cordial the cordial rational manner in the way in which they're approaching this is I think the gloves off. They should have been edgier in their email. I'm yeah, yeah. My, I'm ripping my hair out over here because they won't let us. Play. I would have, yeah, exactly. I would have been like, I know like, I'm bald, but I'm ripping hair out. Guys, against our best wishes, we're fighting it tooth and nail. We'll come out and do like a sick show for you. Say sick a bunch. Yeah. Their kids backstage from their second wife, third kid. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how down they are with the sickness. I don't know how much <laughs> money they're making, but I don't know how down they are with the sickness. They should have been angrier. Nope. Stop it. Um, see, I'm just trying to play this other song. I'm, I don't know any of their top songs. Oh yeah, this was definitely in one of the Tony Hawks. Yeah, that was definitely in like Tony Hawk Three. All right, cool. Gloves off to disturb. Go fuck yourself. You're not down with the sickness. You not fucking liars. You posers. So, dude, that's what it is. They're fucking posers. Yeah. For twenty years. They've been paying their rent. They've been supporting their family, their crew, which is like, with, God bless them. With one song. With one song. And then when fucking push comes to shove, when it's time to put your money where your mouth is, the first real pandemic our generation has faced, they're cowtailing to the fucking... Oh, Jesus Christ. These goddamn fascists trying to cancel sick New Age rock shows. I had negative feelings towards them already. <laughs> and this is just, you know, amplified things for me because, you're yeah, you're not fucking down. You're not down with nothing. You're not you're not down with anything. Go sit go sit in your McMansion outside of Las Vegas and yeah. Play oh with yeah, your kids. dude. They definitely have like you can picture Swing their house. In your pool. It's like yeah, it's like a like a three bedroom two story. It's like what like Vince Neil probably has. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's not cool at all. That's why I've gotten a uh, uh, a little rabbit hole when I found uh, I did a, saw a video of Eddie Vedder. And he's got a sick house. He built it himself. So he's just got like little bubbles in the wall where you yeah, can like cuddle a, up he has and a shit. Pole, right? He's got a fireman's yeah. pole and shit. And then you and then I was like, oh, cool. Let's check out other rock stars' house. I haven't seen anything since Cribs. And then it's all just like uh I remember Alien Ant Farm was the best. They just had one of those. It was like one of those like three bedroom, two stories in like Quartz Hill out in like Antelope Valley. Yeah. Because they just they just did Annie, Are You Okay? Their biggest song was a cover. And they're like, yeah, it's still three dudes just living in a fucking a McMansion an hour they, drive. They from... make less. We make less than you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way less, dude. But you got to respect them because like very few people actually showed their own house. Like, uh, but they lied and brought it to someone else's house. Yeah. Like Redman went to his like his actual like shitty condo. Yeah. In like Staten Island, um, Tony Hawk had to show his house because he's got a skate park in the back. But then like Mariah Carey, like she had to do her house because she's just so balling. But like everybody in the middle, just they would rent a fake house and like stock it with like, you know, fake shit. Yeah. Or like Steve O just had some shitty apartment like down the street from here that he just. With like the ceiling fans hanging. Yeah. And he built skate ramps in the apartment <laughs> that don't really even work. And yeah, you can't you can't skate in the side. The ceiling's too low. Um, so that's about it. Gloves off to disturbed. Fuck you, disturbed. You got anything else? I got, I got, I got uh, one more gloves off. Okay. 
I kind of forgot since I guess I haven't watched um, like no regular network television in so long. Dude, it's been a while. Um, I saw I saw something that I saw an advertisement for it somewhere. It seemed insane. It's basically it's a reality show. I just forgot how trashy Fox has been with reality shows. They have this new show where it's one lady, fifteen guys. I like where this is going. <laughs> That's how I got herpes. And at the end of it, the lady gets pregnant. The whole oh, so that it, is exactly what I was thinking. Like was the first be. episode, everyone literally jizzes in a cup, and that's a contest. Whoever has the highest sperm count. But by the end of the reality show, she gets to choose if she wants to date this guy and get pregnant, or just keep his sperm and inseminate herself with it and have nothing to do with him. Yeah, and that's the plot of the reality show. And I just forgot. Like the the list goes on. Fox had one that was like. <laughs> Joe Millionaire, where he just <laughs> pretended he was a millionaire. Oh yeah, I remember and they had gold diggers. Bro, my mom ate that shit up. My mom and my I aunt never really loved that, that show. All. He's a construction worker, and they just tell him he's a millionaire. So they like, yeah, they, they give they gave him like etiquette class and like put him in a suit. And all these dumb sluts, these gold digging whores, <laughs> just start fucking. It turns into like there's fist fights. They're like trying to suck him off in the bushes. Meanwhile, in his head, he's like. Like, I remember him being like doing an interview like 10 years later where he's like, I felt like an ass. Like, I felt like a very bad person because like on those shows, like he's like, I didn't realize like we were just going to be like fucking in the jacuzzi. But it's like now it would be considered rape in today's culture under like false pretense of they think he's a millionaire. And he's just like, I I work in like a construction job in New yeah. Jersey. I'm getting topped off by somehow Miss Fox, Missouri. Somehow Fox's legal team found a way to keep us out of trouble. Uh, but man. they also had a show which, where it was some sort of dating show. Might have been one night only, but this la a lady contestant married an actual millionaire, but on the spot, like the moment she uh -huh. So it was like everything was behind glass almost like a dating show and then she just ma married him right off the bat oh shit so they've had some trash and i looked into that lady and they got uh they got divorced like right after and then she did playboy probably oh, shocker for, probably for a money grab yeah um, why not what else are you doing it for and she well and she had nothing else going like no one gave a shit about her after that um yeah but so fox loves putting up trash um I, they all do Didn't, that's another my thing with like reality shows is i don't because I, I don't know Especially like I think comedians a lot will get accused of being like cynical or like uh, like mean hearted when really it comes from a place of love. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. Where like depending on the person. Yeah, exactly. No, but I'm saying like in terms of like society, like I don't point things out like it, like specific jokes I have. It's like oh, I didn't point that out to be a dick. It you know what I mean? It's observational because I care because I'm perceptive. Shit like that. But all reality TV is just a freak show. That's that's all it is. Yeah. So whether it is a legitimate freak show, you know what I mean? Or you're like, you know, my 800 pound life. You're, you're watching it because it's a freak show or like the, yeah, or they literally just have a show where it's a bunch of like a family of midgets, right? Yeah, that's and middle of the spectrum where they're like, <laughs> they're like, hey, you're watching because, hey, it's a freak show. But it's like, oh, look how inspirational it is. It's like no one's watching that to be inspired. But how is that even a show when you think about it? Like there's nothing different we're not especially interesting or there's no. nothing we don't have special skills or we we're like mathematical geniuses we're no. just a family of midgets and you're filming like yeah, we're, go even we're know, going like, to the grocery store and they have like nice houses i don't i've never seen the show but i've seen it i've seen it pop up on the hulu you know you know what i found funny i went like a month ago i was trying to look at midget houses little people houses whatever you call them. uh the houses tiny uh, houses um, no, you think they would do like, like at best they'll like lower the kitchen, just, just lower counters, but, yeah. and, but everything else is the same, especially like ones that have kids. Cause they're like, well, the outside world isn't built for us. So you get them accustomed to like operating yeah. within, yeah. yeah. Modify their cars. But I yeah, would have definitely assumed everything. they would have had like a John Malkovich house, you know, that half floor where yeah, you're yeah. like, everything's just you're the only exactly one half there. size. That would have been great. But, um. Yeah, no. And then there's like the other side where it's like The Bachelor. When you're like, it's not technically a freak show, but you're watching it from, it's that same impulse in your body. Where you're like, these people aren't me. This is a weird, you're you're psychologically, you're putting these people in a psychological experiment, essentially. Yeah, and and you're watching days. to see what what human behavior develops. It's, it's another freak show, but you're like, oh, it's yeah. a little more lighthearted. He gives her a rose. Everybody's wearing a, everybody's dressed nice. So we're or, allowed to laugh at it. Or Survivor where it's like, uh, we are on an island for 40 days and then. <laughs> Yeah. 
split them up and then the host like teases them with (laughs) obstacle courses and and, like meals and snacks every once in a while yeah i love how it's like not survivor like they obviously have to like you know make a thing of it which survivor i kind of like because it is there's no like um manipulation really yeah i haven't watched it in a while but i've enjoyed many seasons for sure yeah you know and then you get like the legacies of you know like Certain guys are like they, they come back for like heroes they versus come back villains. Like Eighteen times, yeah. yeah. It's like look at him; he's back. Are the, they? Those they have never funny win. stories. Like that one guy kept coming back was a coach for a girls' yeah. soccer team, and mm-hmm. he told his school that where he worked that he had cancer, so he had to go in for treatment, <laughs> and then obviously got caught because yeah, yeah of course, obviously got fucking caught uh, because he's on a popular television show. That happened. There was a guy who he did five robberies. <laughs> Okay, and then he went to lay low in the in bumfuck nowhere, Alaska. Ended up on the show Deadliest Catch, and the cops saw him from that. Oh, that's so great! So this dumbass has a bunch of cash, just jacked a bunch of banks, made it to Alaska where he could have hid out for a while. Oh yeah, and then some cop in the area is just big Deadliest Catch fan. So it's like, dude, that's him. I know where he is. Yeah, I guess if if you're on Deadliest Catch, you got to go somewhere else. You'd probably like be less likely to get caught in like downtown Chicago <laughs> than yeah. You like you went to the like the demographic. Like how Whitey Bulger was in fucking Santa Monica. Yeah, no just, one cares. Just hanging. Yeah, because he's a local legend. You're like oh, he talks kind of funny. Well, he's got weird eyes. No one, no one's from here anyway. But he was, he was, he was out for so long. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. But yeah, he just goes to fucking Santa Monica. It's all tourists and the people who live there. They're not very neighborly, so yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Yeah, that's why, like, uh, um, you read like uh, a bunch of like memoirs and like stories of like the mob and you know the golden era of the fifties, sixties, and seventies, and all of them. Their backup plan was like, ah, if things go south, I'll just go west. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're like, nobody, no, nobody knows me over there. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows me out there. Like, I can go to St. Louis and start over, but because that was the west when you're in New Jersey. Yeah, and also and. Surprisingly, St. Louis was like the head of the mob for a long time. Yeah, I think Casino, the gangsters, are in like Indiana or something like that. Um, Joe Pesci was from St. Louis, I think. And then the other guys, like St. Louis ran Chicago, which is weird to think about. (laughs) Yeah, and then they branched it. Yeah, it is odd. Um, If you never noticed, Joe Pesci has a St. Louis accent in Casino. It's very subtle, but until that was pointed out to me, and then the next time I watched it, I was like, you son of a gun. This Joe Pesci's all right with me. He's Method Man. He only he, comes no, out. No, Joe for, Pesci, not Method Man. He only comes out for Scorsese anyway. Oh, well, now I think he's done. He's done though. He's Rick Moranis. Moranis is coming back. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, they say that, but I really have no idea. I, I don't care whether he comes back or not. Is comedy dead? <laughs> um pretty much. Uh that's it for my topics. I just want to say hats off to uh Hats off to you PlayStation. Um because <laughs> by God. It it the first two months felt like a year and a half after like just working like 10, 12 hours a day and then hitting comedy at night to just doing absolutely nothing has drawn like it was it was seriously like uh, like giving blood. You know what I mean? Where it's like this. I know this is only taking two minutes or like how time just works differently. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't want to do the dishes. So I'll set a timer for four minutes and see how much I can get done. I'm only, it's just four minutes. And then you're like, hey, I did all of them. That's kind of crazy. Just Look time moves differently. Look at me. Hey, Mr. Get It Done over here. But um it was it was fucking murder. But I got that goddamn PlayStation. And granted, I've I've spent probably a hundred dollars on games, but that's like ten games. Because I haven't had uh, any game systems for like almost ten years. So I've missed everything. So I can all So it's all new to you. Yeah, the best games, you're like, oh, this was the greatest game, but it came out in 2014. Where like you're like you know you have like that movie you wish you could rewatch or see for the first time. You know what I mean? Like see something with fresh eyes, you're like, ah oh, man. But um I can do that. Beautiful. I, I you know I haven't had it, I haven't had the system. So what if this game's seven years old? Uh it's brand new to me. And uh the the last month has just flown by, which I'm super grateful for. Shout out to uh, Grand Theft Auto. God bless you, Grand Theft Auto. Shout out to MLB. That's another great thing is shit's just super cheap. Like, I don't know. Even when I got out of the game, it was still uh, when I was in the Xbox racket. You'd have to buy a game for $60 and then you'd go sell it back to GameStop for 
tops 20 bucks yeah. usually like a dollar 37 and like and it has to be a store credit to um you can get games brand new as long as they're like two years old they're like 12 bucks it's yeah. fantastic and didn't gamestop shut down um i don't know i i tried to get my playstation from their website and nothing worked to yeah. the point where i ended up going to walmart and just didn't setting it for in-store pickup and then you can i guess it's a thing i looked up you can even if if it says it can't deliver you buy it directly from a store and then it'll as it's sending to the store you call and adjust your order to have them ship it so it's the shipping's already being processed but instead of them shipping to a store for pickup ship it to my fucking door dude right there it's primo but um i even went back to gamestop and I'm like all right let me maybe see if they have like uh, deals on games or something or just have them mail me used ones i don't give a shit and nothing not a tostada um so yeah R. Comedy R. Central's dead. I, I doubt GameStop. GameStop's doing well. R.I.P. GameStop. Comedy Central. Good riddance, dude. It's like if when I see GameStop, I'm like, what is this fucking? What's next door? KB Toys. Nope. It's it's about as obsolete as Pasquale's Pizza. Just shut the doors. You know, cut your losses and just call it a day. Invest invest your money. Don't bleed this thing out until everybody's dead and poor. Yeah, you're not helping anybody. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. Right. Are we yeah. done? Yeah. Hats off, gloves off. At Hogo Pod. At uh Roots of Laughter. At Mitchell Fill Up. At Robot Spencer. At Beam Jeremy. It's good to be back in person. Ah, uh, stay safe out there. Flatten the curve. Yeah.